With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. Hi, my name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. Handmade Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Hall, and today I have a very special guest. Her name is Jeanette. Jeanette, I'm so glad Bye. you're here. Okay, you are, I just love your Etsy shop, and I'm so glad you decided to hop on this podcast today because you have such an amazing story. So first of all, can you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you sell? I'm Jeanette Baker. I own Foxy Method, and I sell clay and resin jewelry. So y'all, when she says that she sells clay jewelry, this is not just your regular clay jewelry, but maybe it was when she started out. So Jeanette, you sell like the most intricately beautiful designs and y'all, these must take her hours to make. Um, Tell people what is in your shop. Like what kind of designs do you have? I have kind of like floral pattern designs and then really intricate uh like right now for halloween we're doing bookshelf earrings with skulls and cauldrons and pumpkins on them with spider webs and candles so it could be anything really simplistic from dried flowers in my resin to really eccentric crazy earrings as well yeah they're so beautiful how long does a pair take you to make like that when i like your cauldron ones the cauldron ones right now probably are about 30 minutes just because of the amount of leaves and details that have to go on it. Yeah. Okay. Tell us, um, when did you start your shop? Uh, July of 2022, like the very end, the last couple of days of July. Wow. So you've only been open about 14 or 15 months. Yep. Okay. Um, how did it go in the beginning? So... I had questioned like designs because this was a whole new venture for me. Working with clay was a whole new thing. I always had an interest in jewelry, but working with clay was new. So when I put out my first couple of designs, I'm like, nobody's going to buy this. There's no (laughs) way anybody's going to buy this at all. And then, uh, and I, I honestly, it took about five days and then I got my first sale and I look back, I looked back at it. Um, I'm, I'm in a, clay group and they said where were you before and where are you now and I actually went back to look at my first piece honestly I'm surprised anybody bought it like I look at it and I'm like oh wow there is no skill in that one whatsoever and uh and then I deactivated it I'm not going to sell that one again I won't because I'm just embarrassed by it so I'm so thankful for everyone who bought it but what was it what was your first design um, they were those square ones that had the purple and blue and green floral details. I I think I used the word wedding part of like SEO for it. So I think they were selling for that reason. But then I'm like, I look at it now and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'd be ashamed. For their wedding. No. Um, okay. So how long did, I can't believe you got to say within five days. That's really good though. Um, back then. How are your pictures? Because right now your pictures are like magazine worthy. They're so phenomenal. But how was it when you were starting out, like with your pictures? 
I think they were a lot darker. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand. I had watched YouTube and got some ideas as far as like using natural light, but there's a, there's a little finesse of learning how to turn your jewelry so that it catches the light the right way. I always had like back shadows or the light coming from the back. So everything had a really dark shadow around it. Um, and then learning to use, I guess, like picture props to like enhance your pictures more. That was always a, um, a thing I didn't understand. I envied the people who did it such in such a beautiful way. Like I really like the dark ones and I want to be able to do it. I just, even to this day, I still don't understand the lighting quite to get it to that point. Yeah. Have you, did you ever take Jennifer Jeremiah's photography masterclass? Have you done that? I haven't done that. Um, I did, uh, look at some of the things that she had talked about as far as getting, I don't remember what it was called. It's the two planks that go together. Oh, um, the replica boards. Yes. And yes. so I had thought about those, like, those are great, but now I, I have this huge window in my office. So I'm trying to take advantage of that yes. and learning to buy like certain tiles that catch light a different way. Um, and I think I've done it better now. She goes and comments on my pictures and she's like, this looks great. And I'm like, okay. So I feel like I'm in the clear now, but to be getting, to start with, that probably would have been more helpful. Yeah. But, no, your family's amazing. So how long, uh, so tell us like your first few months, how did orders go your first couple months? So I think my orders went really well for starting out. Um, it wasn't like crazy busy. I probably had three or four at a time, but that was it. Yeah. I really yeah. didn't see a pickup until um, quarter four. Mm-hmm. And then how did and, that go? And even then, so I might get 13 in a week, which was great. But I look at that now and I'm like, wow, you were slow. <laughs> like you were really <laughs> slow at this job and there was still so much to learn. And so I felt overwhelmed last year at doing 13 and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you need to put some things in perspective here. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always looking back when you look at how far you've come, it's pretty cool. Whereas like you're getting used to now your orders are, oh my God, insanely amazing. Tell everyone what number you just hit for total sales. Oh, 600 sales. 600. Y'all, she has 600 sales in about 15 months. That's phenomenal. In that one shop. My other shop, I have 570 since uh, March. May? Yeah, it was May? something in the spring. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the M's. Yeah. So Jeanette works inside Etsy Accelerator. And once she started getting her clay jewelry shop open, she was like, hmm, I have more ideas. So tell everyone what you do now with your second shop. So I ended up finding supplies and making supplies that I would use myself and turning that into my second shop. So there was these uh, clay transfers where you can actually draw out the designs and print them on paper. And then they kind of like wash away. So they're washable transfers. And so I knew that I had the art background from illustrating books and things like that. So I took that and turned it into making the transfers. And I bought a printer. And then probably within the first month, the printer was paid for. And... That's all I needed was pretty much the printer and then my paper and the paper wasn't that expensive. So I did that. And then I progressed to then buying a 3D printer this year 
to then make clay cutters because I was tired of buying clay cutters that weren't quite what I needed and then decided I would sell those too. Yeah. So Jeanette now has three shops. Do you really have four shops? Well, I have the fair as well. I have the wholesale shop and then I have the digital shop that I haven't done as much in. I just don't have the time. Okay. So y'all, she has turned her clay jewelry. She's kept that one. Then she started the clay transfer paper. That's a whole business, which almost has 600 sales also. And then she started the clay cutters. How many sales do you have in there now? The clay cutters are part of the clay transfer shop. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. And then the fair, the fair shop is the separate shop. So that would make three. And then the digital. Amazing. Okay. So she keeps talking about fair and a lot of people keep hearing about fair, but they don't know what that is. So as you've expanded and you're looking at ways to grow your revenue, you also wanted to grow your visibility and kind of like get into boutiques. Can you tell everyone what FAIR is? So FAIR is a wholesale website where you're actually able to go in and put your product on and then other boutiques throughout the United States and then even really throughout the country would be able to go and purchase the product and then put it in their shops. Yes. So that's where they basically buy their products. And so they're looking for things that are like seasons ahead, right? They're always looking for trends. And how many seasons ahead do you put up there? Like right now, do you have all your Christmas or are you going into Valentine's Day? Like how far ahead in fair do you have? Or it's still Halloween. What did you? So you're able to organize your catalog. And so I have Halloween as my main, and then I have Christmas, and then I do have Valentine's Day. I haven't had Valentine's Day yet, but I have already had probably in the last two or three weeks. And we're in the third week of October. So I would say probably at the very end of September is when they started buying Christmas. So I've already seen Christmas sales as well. That's awesome. How many sales do you have on fair now, Dina? Um, I've only been doing it for a few months, and so I already have 18 on there. But there, the nice thing is with fair is you can set a minimum of how many you'll actually sell. And so they're generally bigger purchases, which is nice. So it makes so, up for smaller amounts of orders. So when you say 18 orders, that is not 18 single pairs of earrings. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Tell people like when someone orders, how many earrings are they actually ordering? You can have some people who buy maybe 10 Mm -hmm. and then I've had them up to 75. So, and it's, there's pros and cons to it. You know, if you're going to do fair, you need to think about what you're going to sell, how much time goes into it. So I don't sell everything in my Etsy shop. I don't put all that into fair because I know how much time it takes. Fair generally wants you to be half the price of your retail price. So I'm not going to put things in there that are going to take me so long and get paid half the price for it. Right. Right. So those so are good things to know, but I put the easier projects to work on in there. Yeah. When do you recommend someone starting on fair? I think if you go I'd give yourself at least a year on Etsy. See how that works because there's so much that you can learn within a year. I'm still learning every day. Like even today, I was learning things and writing notes down. You know, you have to be willing to, I think you have to be willing to put the work in. It's not easy. This, you know, running your own business sounds great. You know, you want to have your own hours. You want to do all of that stuff. That's great. But There's a lot of work that goes into it. You know, there's plenty of times that I'm eating over the kitchen sink, eating my dinner, you know, or 
making 11 o'clock trips to or like 11 p.m. trips to the post office. You know, um, you do the job of like 10 people. There's a lot of work that has to go into it. So I think before you step into fair, you really need to get a grip on your business and see what you can do. If you can do supplies, um, I think that would be the next place to do it. If you can branch out and see if you can provide something else. Because right now, I think the thing that's nice is I'm able to sell my supplies and it pays for something else. You know, my shops pay for themselves. So if you can make your shops pay for themselves, I think then stepping into fair would be okay. Um, but it's not for the faint hearted. It's, yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into this. Yeah. And we were talking about this before we started recording, but entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Like Mm-mm, there's so no. many people that say, oh, I can make this. Well, I'm going to start to sell it. And then when they really get into, you know, the meat of running a business and all of the time it actually takes and the planning, the coordinating and managing your time, like we're both moms and you know, I have two teens, so mine are older, but Jeanette has a daughter who's younger and really needs more of her attention. And so can you talk about that? Like how you try, like we're, we're not always successful, but how you try to balance your family life and being a mom with what you do. I think it's important to give yourself realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even right now with it being quarter four, it's really busy. and. I think you need to have that balance for yourself to give yourself sanity, but also remember that the moments that you have with your kids, especially if you're a mom and you're trying to start the business, those moments, you won't get those back. You know, you want to start your business, you want to get it going and you really want to do well. I 100% get that. But those moments are the moments that you don't get back, you know, and I think it's really important to find extra time. Take a minute, take 10 minutes, walk away from what you're doing, see how they're doing, come back. Because you don't want them to feel like you weren't present, you know? And I think that's what I struggle with sometimes is I get very enveloped in what I'm doing. And then, you know, hours go by and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such a bad mom. (laughs) You know, I need to go... I need to go take care of her. I need to go spend time with her. I want to cuddle her. You know, there's plenty of nights that I've, at the end of the day, I cry because I'm like, I didn't give her enough time, you know, and that needs to be understood. Those, those moments are going to happen, you know? Yeah. Especially during Q4, but it's so good that you're aware of that. And kids are so sweet and resilient. And like, when you look at what they just want time and love and, you know, they just want to to be noticed and they just want to know that you care and you do and the fact that you're even like so aware that like hey oh wait I need to go we need to go get ice cream hey we need to let's let's make a craft together and it's cool that your daughter now started making clay earrings too I think just to be in there and just to show that she you know you're her role model I just think that's so beautiful so you're a good mama but um yes okay so where do you look for trends so for me it's a little different. I don't I don't go to like clothing stores. I actually go to like Hobby Lobby. Yeah. And Michael. Really? Yeah, because that's where I want to see what the next colors are going to be. And so mm. a lot of things, a lot of times there's trends there and then people like the colors and they see it all the time. 
Um, like this year, I think it was magenta was the color. And I, I just wasn't big on magenta. But going to Hobby Lobby before fall happened during the summer, they had, you know, the sages and the blues and like certain colors that worked. So that's what influenced the Halloween. Yeah. And your Halloween's been a big hit. I heard that if you um, look at Christmas trees mm-hmm. and the upcoming decor for Christmas trees, as far as like the ornament color, those are what's big. And so if you look at Hobby Lobby and you look at the colors, you have the traditional and then you have the pastels and Candyland colors, yes. you know, and then if you go back to like Etsy and their predictions, they say classic colors. Candyland pastels and I'm like okay so there's something there so I think it helps going and looking at retail yeah I love that um let's see oh do you sell locally my guess is no that you do not sell like at craft fairs um so I do a Christmas craft fair for the Bear Creek yeah Bear Creek has one that's a Christmas craft fair that they have a lot of people come to so I'm prepping for that one um I'm trying to get more into that but I've been busy enough that I didn't really have to worry about I do want to see what happens during the summer and trying to do a craft fair um I do have stuff that's that's why I said I'm not sure if you do because of like your time and being the mama and everything so I wasn't sure but yes so a big that's what you talked about they have a big one during Christmas and Mm -hmm. so that's coming up soon and have you did you do it last year yeah I did that was my first time going and so they asked me to come back and so I did that's awesome how was it was it successful I think it was successful. Yeah. Was, like you did well. Yeah. I probably had, I made about 200 pairs of earrings and I probably had 20 or 30 left at the end of the fair. That's incredible. And honestly, that was just, you know, not even my whole collection of stuff that I make. This year, it's going to just go out of the park. I'm hoping. What do you plan to bring? How many? Do you know? I don't know how many because I'm also bringing new things. I'm making those hair ties now and I'm making the bookmarks and I'm making the magnets. So there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's going. So I don't know. And I'm going to mix in Christmas as well as just basic every day. Last year, I only brought Christmas. So we'll see what happens. That's so exciting. When is it? Uh, December 2nd? December 2nd. Okay. Okay. I want a picture. Like that day, please post a picture. Send me a picture. Setup. I want to see your setup. Um, okay, what about social media? Like, how do you drive traffic to your shop? Do you find you are driving the traffic or Etsy's or do you do ads? How do you get seen? Because you're selling a lot. I think if you look at the statistics on Etsy, it will show that I mostly do um, ads and that Etsy is pulling traffic. But there are certain times that I might add an ad or a specific product to social media and then I can see the uptick. So I think if you could do social media, it's important because it's kind of like said free advertisement. You're not having to pay for it. You know, um, it's hard to find your people and figure out who you want to show it to. Um, The only thing that I can say there is if you're making something, you want to find the people who are making it as well to help build your following and then targeting the people who buy it. Because I think it's easier to get seen once you start having more people in your, on your social media. So, okay, that's interesting because you have people that probably you follow and follow you that are clay jewelry designers. Right. Okay. 
and the people that make, which is awesome because your new business brings in those supplies. So you're gathering your audience there. But what about people that you want to buy your jewelry? Like, how do you differentiate those? Let's say the tags that you're using, like, how do you call in your customer? I think that's So there's a couple of things. Like if it's a holiday thing, I'll put like Christmas earrings, Halloween earrings. That's a simple. Um, I don't target, like I'm not out there being like mom jewelry, mom fashion. I'm not doing that. I tried that. That didn't work. Doing very simplistic. I think people see trends and they go, oh, clay earrings. You know, that's what people are going to look for. If I'm looking for a specific sweater, I might put, you know, sweatshirt with rhinestones. Right. You know, maybe I'm looking for something like that. So if I'm selling a sweatshirt with rhinestones, I'm not doing mom fashion because the person looking for it, it's not looking for that. So I'm pretty generic when I use my tags or my hashtags, at least on Instagram. Um, I'll do polymer clay jewelry. I'll do clay jewelry. I'll do earring lovers because those are the people who are looking for earrings. Yes. You know, and one of the things that we talked about before was... You know, you want to hit the high groups, want to have a couple of the high ones for a broader search and then very specific ones. And I think doing that has really helped. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's talk about Etsy Accelerator. So do you remember when you joined? No. No. Okay. It feels like forever. It feels like forever ago. I know it was. Last fall? I I Yeah, I think it had to have been before fourth quarter, right? Yeah, I think it was last yeah. fall, and we were together, I think, six months, and then you, like, rejoined or whatever. Um, tell people, like, what it is and how it has helped you, who don't so, know that. Etsy Accelerator is really cool because it's a group of people with coaches, but it's pretty much a group of people who have the same intention. We all want to succeed on Etsy. We all want to know how to do certain things. I joined specifically because I did not understand SEO. It didn't matter how many things I read. I couldn't understand it. So I needed someone to explain it to me in another way that would allow me to go do it at one point, Um, which has happened. I can go do my SEO. I don't sit here anymore in the group and I'm like, can you help me? I'm like, no, I got this. You know, (laughs) I will go and figure that out. It's nice to have that. Um, it's nice to have people be able to look at your, um, like your new listings and be like, does this look okay? What do you think of this picture? It's nice having that. But I also think it's just nice to have a community of people with like-minded things. You know, you want to be able to, I'm sorry, I don't know who's out there, but when I talk to my husband, I can't sit here and be like, hey, this is what I did. What do you think of this? Because it's like a deer in headlights. He glazes over at one point and it just doesn't connect. You know, I can sit here and talk to someone else and be like, what do you think about this SEO? What do you think about this listing picture? You know, and get real good feedback versus my husband who's like, I think it's good. And I'm like, no, 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 that doesn't help me. So I think that's beneficial. Plus, you'll find people that um, that you can work with. You know, now I have an accountability partner. You know, I found my accountability partner and we sit weekly and we talk to each other about what we have going on, what we want to succeed at. Sometimes she has crazy great ideas that I've never thought of. And it's nice having someone else to do that with, you know, because we may want it from our spouses or parents or friends. 
But because they're not doing it, they don't understand the struggle. They don't understand the amount of work that goes into it. You know, like-mindedness helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad you're inside. Okay. So about Estimate, how much are you making now per month with all of the avenues like fair, Etsy, boutiques, all of your shops? Mm, I don't know. I want to say it depends on month to month. Quarter four is busier and the summer is slower. But Mm -hmm. if I'm looking at quarter four right now, it's about 35 to 45, depending on how big. So 3,500 to 4,500 a month. That's awesome. That's amazing. I mean, think when you were starting out and you had, you know, a couple sales and in just a year and a half, you're now making 3,500, 4,500. I mean, Jenny, let's be real. I was spending more on ads and losing money and not even coming home with anything, but I'm like, I sold something, you know, now I'm like, now I look at my ads and honestly, like I was just looking at my ads. It was like 257 that I had spent, but I've also made almost $900 on top of that. That's awesome. So my ads are really paying for themselves now. Yeah. Are you looking for a three, like a three X return or is that what you typically get? I want to do that so that I'm not actually, you know, I look at it as if I'm making double, then I'm selling my product for half. Right, right. You know, so I really need it to be more than that. So if I see it dip, then I stop or I lower the amount so that I don't hit that way. So three times more is generally what I try to go for. Yeah. And I love that you're strategic about that. A lot of people are like, you know, I'm going to do a $1 ad for every item in my shop for the whole, it's like, you're going to get like two. Well, you know, and a good point there, a really good point there is if you do have one that sells, only advertise that one. Yes. You know, I have two that advertise really well, and that's all I'm advertising. I yes. was doing my entire shop, and I'm like, it gets nothing. Right. And so the ones that don't get the, if they're getting the views, but they're not getting the clicks, okay, well, that tells you something. And yeah, turn turn that off. Like, don't waste. Yeah, I go right in. If I put a new product up and I say it's not performing the way I want to, I turn it off. Yeah. And eventually, do you find, like, that sells? Or do you know pretty instantly if you've hit it, like, hit one because of the... Um, hits it gets from the ads. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you tell instantly which one's going to be successful? You mean like based off the views? Based off the views and the clicks? Yeah, I'm able to see right away if that product's going to perform well or not. And if it doesn't, I turn it off. I'll leave it in my shop for the random person who might want it, but it helps me determine what products I do well, which is also nice because once you get into a flow for that, you can look at your product and go, okay, this did well. What can I make similar to this? You know, and then you can just keep building. Because if one product sells, you want to keep working off of it. Yes. Where do you see yourself going in the next year? Mm. Only up. Only up. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully I have a better grip on my schedule. Um, You know, my daughter's eight. I want to have more time with her, uh, trying to figure out how to organize my schedule so that I'm done by dinner, you know, and that would, that would be nice. But as far as growth, hopefully only up. Yeah. Yeah. But it would have to be considerate of your time because there's only one Jeanette. So it's going to be interesting to see how you grow and what your next steps are 
if you keep making the super intricate designs, but then there's the one that's selling. So like, how can you maybe build a team or get people to do your shipping or get some help for you? Like delete it or delegate it because right. there's only one you, but you're so freaking talented. And, but it's like, I want you to get some, some time back. Some time right. back. Right? I do need some time back. I think one of the things that does help that I think you've mentioned before is um, like if we get in the weeds, it's crazy busy is to increase your price Yeah, because either it's going to be worth your time because someone's going to pay more or no one's going to be able to buy it and then you'll have a break. So, which didn't really work out this year, Jenny, because then I increased my price and then everybody bought it. So that didn't really help me. But it has helped in the past. So about two weeks ago, we were looking at Jeanette's price. We're like, Jeanette, seriously, you need like double these price. She's like, no, no one's going to buy it. Like just double it. And I think she all about doubled it. And she's like, crap, they're selling like crazy. And they sell. Like I'm not running sales to get them to come to the shop. They're just selling. And I'll wake up and I'm like, okay, I got a lot of work today. There's a lot to do. But I will work for that price. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll make that for that price. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there one last thing that you want to tell people who are like on the fence of joining Etsy Accelerator Coaching Program? I think if you're really committed and you really want to do this, then it's worth it because you're going to learn so much from it and gain so much to help your business. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Jeanette. I'm so glad thank you. you. Are you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www.jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to see you on the inside.